Hello! Welcome back to That Buzzing Sound. I hope you are all having a wonderful day so far. Today we have singer-songwriter virtuoso Ben Hobbs joining me on the program, where we will be discussing his brand new EP entitled Better Weather that rolled in about a month ago. The project marks an evolution of style for Ben, who added some retro, soulful grooves to his heartfelt indie pop repertoire, something I feel that was lightly touched upon on his 2018 Blue Sky EP, just shined in its best light here creating four tracks with a distinct feel and message that speaks volumes in mere moments. Got mad Chromio Mare Hawthorne vibes after my first dab with the title track, but Ben really stays true to his voice as each song progresses, sliding back into his comfort zone within this new bright explosion of sound. Is he time traveling through the sound waves? Probably, and it works. We chatted all about what drove better weather into existence, while touching upon releasing music after some personal time off and in this current challenging pandemic environment, along with what the future holds for this longtime indie darling, here's where the story begins once more. Enjoy my conversation with South London's very own Ben Hobbs. So congratulations uh, on Better Weather. Uh, has the response been kind of overwhelming for you so far? It's been, the response has been, has been brilliant. I, I think this one more so than my previous EPs. I think it's just, I think, you know, when you've, you've got these, these fans that you, you sort of, you can see that they're sticking with you. And I think that is particularly nice to see and to have lots of messages from them, but also obviously new people as well. And I think like for me, that's the most important thing is hearing, you know, directly. I think when someone takes the time to send you a, a message to say what they're enjoying and, you know, even in, in, in some detail sometimes. And I think that it, that is um, is brilliant. Yeah, I really... I'm really, I'm really pleased with the response so far. It feels very positive. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it seems like it's not just uh, the UK that's like really into it. Like, like Dutch radio has picked it up, German radio, and you toured in Germany with Alex Claire uh, back in the day. So I'm sure like just a little bit of that rubbed off on that fan base over there. So it's, it sounds like it's becoming a, a worldwide. Yeah, it it does it does feel like that, and I think it's it's like I'm comfortable now with the knowledge that these things they maybe for some people they do happen very quickly but and i think at the beginning i was like really I, I became more disheartened by things if it's like oh well this this got support so why didn't this get as much support you know from the industry or or whatever and i think now i'm i'm much more comfortable with you know like it being a journey it being um there doesn't need to be a rush and i think um but to see to see that kind of commitment from these people that have heard me playing, um, yeah, you mentioned the Alex Clare tour, which was a really great experience. Like actually, I remember the first gig that we did on that tour. Um, so I was out there with a four four piece band, and we had a lot of fun. And it, this, I didn't know what to expect because you know you're you're the support act for a bigger artist, and we went out on stage, and the place was just absolutely packed. And it was just like completely full crowd. And I didn't know, you can never really know what to expect as a support act. And it was just a very warm response overall. And that continued from, from gig to gig. It was actually quite an interesting tour because we were kind of coming, coming back and forth. And it was sort of like, I think it was largely Sunday and Monday gigs which was quite unusual, but it was quite nice. You got, you sort of, you did two gigs and then you came away and you had time to kind of 
um, reflect on it, listen back to recordings of the gig, and and all that was really great. And I think, yeah, to see to see some of those people that that heard us play and that they're still into it, <laughs> and then for that to be continuing um, with the radio play now in in, in uh, the Netherlands and and Germany and. Yeah, it's it's a really nice it's a really nice feeling actually. It's very welcoming, I'm sure, that your art is being appreciated not just by the the big cities, but like all around the world. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, def definitely, definitely. And um, but I think I've actually now done more gigs abroad with with this project with yeah, and which has been amazing. And I think um, one of the highlights was going to to Asia and in particular China and playing shows out there um which was just it was just such a fantastic experience and playing these shows and and you know people there singing along with the words and i i didn't even know if they would know my music sort of thing but yeah a lot of them really did and um and i'm still in touch with with some of those people that i met over there um some really really amazing people and it's yeah it, it's it's just i love i love playing playing abroad and uh I think it could be a little while before that happens again, but I'm really, really excited to do that again. <laughs> that leads me to my second question, which is, is it strange releasing music in this current environment with no possibility of touring? It's like you're doing everything from like the Instagram Live, and I'm sure you're trying to get social media like everyone else is, but is it is is it strange for you? Because it sounds like you really love to go out and touch the people and go check out all these different cultures. Yeah. It it is it is a bit strange i think i think from my previous experience i've always say released an ep or yeah i've released i've released three eps so far and i would release that ep and then do some gigs to support that and obviously that that can't happen with this with this ep and i think it is it is a strange kind of time but then at the same time everyone's in the same boat yeah so it's kind of like nothing to get disheartened about i don't think um and i think it probably has opened up different opportunities i suppose i, I do think the focus has shifted more so to i mean you know spotify etc they're they're sort of becoming more and more important and i think but but actually more important i think now in terms of building a, a real like organic fan base and that is sort of touching on what I was mentioning earlier with it. It doesn't need to be a rush. It's like this for me now, I think I'm happy with it. It just, you know, stay, step by step and seeing like new people come and join in um, with it all. Whereas I think, you know, when I first started releasing music, there was a there was a bit a bit more of a, a initial. Well, this is a new artist. Spotify supported it. And then you see all these streams. Um, which is fantastic, but not necessarily a direct reflection on how on how many people are a fan of yours, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that for me now is actually it's actually a really positive thing to focus on in terms of how 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 to build that real organic fan base. That long-lasting one, yeah. Yeah, ideally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not just a, a a track on a giant playlist of a 300 songs and eventually they'll get tired. Yeah, it's 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 a weird system now. Yeah, eventually that will that stops and then you think, "Oh, where have all my streams gone?" <laughs> Yeah, it's, and then but then you feel the obligation to just keep like, oh, I have to put on another track so I can get. It's like there's this rush and this obligation, and for a lot of people, like they can find that quite exhausting. It's just like I have to keep chasing the mouse. Yeah, yeah, especially in in regards to what the um, the uh, Spotify CEO has been saying recently mm -hmm. with his his um, comparison of I mean, <laughs> look at look at Taylor Swift, which I just thought was a very bizarre 
person to mention <laughs> some one of the biggest artists in the world well of course they're you know they're gonna get <laughs> they're gonna get these um they're gonna get the streams there's no question mm -hmm. yeah they, they they've already built that fan base so yeah exactly exactly so i but you're right i think the can feel like this this pressure i i i suppose my view is it's like i i don't i'm not the quickest songwriter if you went through my my hard drive of songs I've started. There's quite a lot. Songs I finish is probably a different a different situation. But again, I'm cool with that. Like I, I think um, you know, I'm not releasing loads and loads of music. But um, and I did take a little bit of a, a break before this EP. I was working on on these four songs, but obviously as well some some other ones that um, I may re revisit. I probably will actually. But yeah, I think. Um, it's it's important to to keep it going of course of course like to to have have this steady stream of music and that's you know th that's what i'm doing right now i've i've already been mm -hmm. like immediately after the ep came out i'm working on on new music and um yeah i think i th i actually feel more more kind of pumped than ever to to keep to keep writing music and it's that and it sounds like you're exploring a lot more different genres like this out this ep is full of just like r&b soul that reminds me of chromio and mary hawthorne and rye like i was curious about that that year-long break that you took it's like did that like really stroke the fires of create creativity or was it just like i need to check out i've been touring i've been working my ass off for about two years now like i just needed a break it was a bit of both i think i i did I did need a bit of a break for various <laughs> various reasons, and I did. So there was a, there was a few months when I I wasn't working on music, but then I got I actually got put in touch with um, a songwriter called Paul Usher, and we arranged a session. And weirdly, I was at that time I was out on a a, a ship playing music. <laughs> um, oh wow! It was a lot of a lot of fun. Not yeah, you know, it was a, just a it was like let's do something different, and then. I had a yeah whilst on this ship I had a phone call with Paul and we just straight away we just there was a sort of spark there with what how how we see music and you know we've both been making music for a while um mm -hmm. he was in a, a really great band called Magistrates um a while back and yeah we just kind of hit it off and I think that was the start of these songs and actually all four of the songs on the EP I co-wrote with with Paul and and another guy called Cathal McKeon um joined us for the, the track Own Arms and it so it was just different I think but previously I, I have written songs with other people but overall it was me kind of in in my small studio setup working on songs playing all the instruments um recording it all sometimes mixing mixing it and um and i think that that was the biggest change was the process like how how am i gonna make this this new ep mm -hmm. and probably at the time when it started i didn't even know it was gonna be an ep <laughs> i just wanted to to make some new songs yeah you just do something fresh yeah exactly exactly and i, th I think um sort of going back to 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 pool we we have a lot of the same influences like you know Lot, we we both a big fan of older music, <laughs> but also very very much like I don't like just seeing how that influences what you hear today, which is obviously huge. Even if I think sometimes even if you don't don't necessarily realize it, um, the influence is definitely definitely there for a lot of artists. 
so was there a bigger focus on like the instrumentations or like was the focus on lyrics because it just seems like there was a really great balance between both on this project that's that's really nice to hear because I, I think i think it, it was it was aiming for a balance and it's not like i think i'm always i, I don't want to go like 100 down down one route because then it starts to sound like you're just recreating something mm -hmm. which is not really what i'm wanting to do but definitely like mixing mixing these kind of areas and i think whilst like i think every song on that on the my new ep has like a key influence so whether it's I don't, even the the title track better weather when we were writing it we were just constantly referencing hollow notes mm -hmm. just this kind of like feel good upbeat but then i don't necessarily think that would be you know if you're listening to it it wouldn't be in an immediate like oh this sounds like hollow notes it's just it was more about this kind of feeling for the song just a, a sort of like a vibe even if it's a vibe to kind of just start you off like get 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 the song moving and then and then see where it goes and i think yeah and then how how we care which is well yeah one of my favorite tracks from the ep actually and I, I, it's it's more like down the soul the soul route like we were listening to a bit of uh, leon Ware, even stevie wonder and it's not it's not kind of an area that i've really gone into that that deep before like I, I love that that style of music very much but it's it's not something i've actually touched on before i don't think um with my previous music and i think that it probably shows because even within that song there's like a mixture between like the verses are more uh probably more modern like not not so you don't expect this chorus to come in that's complete like got this real soul vibe to it yeah and i think that was like that was quite important for me to for it not to be just 100 let's just make a song that sounds a bit like stevie wonder or something it was <laughs> you know it was like just a real a real balance the very very long answer to your question of is it a balance or you know but yeah i think it i found i found the ep very sexy at times i was like oh this is this oh no <laughs> which which is always feel awkward to say it's like you're talking about some music but it's like yeah this kind of sexy um <laughs> no, <don't feel> awkward. <laughs> but uh but how we care is uh was inspired by your girlfriend right lyrically yeah very much i wanted to to write a song that was kind of not not just about oh being being in love and being like all the good things or all the all the bad th not all the bad things there aren't many songs which are just about the bad things but um kind of a bit more black and white perhaps and i think this one is it was it was about the little things like just the little things that you have between you and kind of helping each other through um difficult times and that that was like and you sort of make that into your thing like every relationship um whether it's a romantic one or like a, a friend based one you will have your own your own way of like of doing things together and and making that relationship special. So that's what yeah, that's what how we care is about really. What was her reaction when she first heard it? Did you play like the demos or Yeah, she heard a a fairly far on demo actually. It was the first time. And I remember we were sitting in we were sitting in the well, I'm always a bit nervous about playing. <laughs> playing I know the playing, feeling. <laughs> my, I always get a very honest opinion. <laughs> so particularly with this one. But yeah, it was. It's weird. I remember us. We were sitting in a in a park, and I was like, "Hey, do you want to hear hear a new song? Possibly. Here you go." Um, and no, she she loved it. Oh, great! She, <laughs> That's always a good thing. Quite touching for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The reaction you don't want is um, 
this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> or just like, oh, you should change this. And you're like, what, what do you mean? Yes. I, I put my heart and soul in this. No, no, uh, you should really change that part. I don't really like that lyric. Don't, don't, no, don't, don't yeah. be a nitpicker. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully that didn't happen. I think there was a few suggestions, but more, more so actually like Sonic, sonically like, oh yeah, that'd be, that'd be great if this happened. And, and then, and then the song changes again when you get it mixed. Like there's always, as long as you're working with a mix engineer that you trust, like you, you, they'll bring the things out that you, you know, they're in mm -hmm. there. But if I was to say mix it myself, I like, for example, I'm, I, when I'm mixing things myself, not consciously, but I think I always try and hide certain elements, like even my voice, like that will just be slightly lower in the mix, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I think that's, it's probably a, a natural thing of just like, that's that's me i hear me right now so i'll just <laughs> make that a bit less but like yeah you you get the thing you want is just to get back a mix and you just you're hearing all these things and they've they've understood it and it's like well this is an important part of the song so this needs to be brought out yeah and that's yeah i i particularly love the guitar solo on how we care it's like just like a nice little juicy bit in the middle thank you <laughs> yeah it was, it was nice to do a a guitar solo i don't really know why i've shied away from them before but it was like the the only thing that could have gone there sort of thing it was <laughs> well what could it be a keyboard solo no i don't i don't think it could it has to be a guitar solo yeah. <laughs> and then yeah i just came up with this part and and recorded it and then it was that was it it stuck that's um that's my mum's favorite bit as well oh cool <laughs> that we both have the same taste yeah. <laughs> um was making this record uh, or these singles uh, a little bit therapeutic for you or it doesn't sound like it caused any exhaustion at all it sounds like it was just a lot of fun in the studio a lot of collaboration a lot of testing yeah it, it was really a, a nice experience like i, I think the, there wasn't any big pressure other than other than healthy pressure i think like working with someone like paul who's like he, he'll you know he's keen to hear how a song is moving on so if i'm being a bit slow recording my vocals down it'd be like a little a little nudge come on mm -hmm. let's hear it yeah um but that's that's all actually really helpful and i think that's the thing i've i probably missed previously when i'm working on something uh, on my own that you you can kind of get a bit too in your head with the whole thing um over start overthinking everything and then at times it can even get to the point where you you don't want to you don't you don't want to show anyone the song because you've talked yourself into the fact that it's ah uh, it's probably not it's probably not good mm -hmm. blah 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 you know and sometimes that may be true but sometimes it's it's not i think that that was the like having someone to to kind of like just keep it keep it keep it keep the ball rolling um it's that i think it's taught me a lot actually i think it's taught me a lot going forward even even now when i am working on my own i really hope and want to kind of have that voice in my head of like just just get it done and then what's the worst that can happen yeah that's it you've got you've got a new song and that and and it it might be great so it's some you just gotta take the leap <laughs> yeah definitely definitely take take the leap and but it was you know yeah this experience was it was very nice like it was just a really a really fun fun time yeah it was sort of made over the course of a few a few months did you start working on it during the break like what like when exactly did it or did the quarantine kind of spark it because i know you guys had a it's we started working on it i think around a year ago oh cool and that was loaded gum which is the truck track four on the ep i love that track i love that track because it sounds like it's a song about like you trying to escape like the it's, uh, i know the the song has political ties and political meanings and like of this at day and age but there's also a part of me that that interpreted it as running away 
like taking this time off that's kind of the vibe and and just like the being forever young at this moment and not worrying about things yeah that, no you 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 got it like i i think um it is one of those songs that i think it's it's kind of like the the message is quite clear even though there's a lot of metaphor in there i think overall like the i think this song is one that i, I wanted it to be like people will kind of understand what this is about because that's probably probably quite important um and I, in a way it's, it's one of the more poppy rocky songs on the ep mm-hmm. um and it, it kind of made sense for that but like at the same time it's kind of there is a sort of based in fantasy i suppose element to it of you know escapism with with someone and you, you're kind of say to saying to each other let's get out of here and um leave behind chase that new dream yeah, yeah. exactly exactly so what's next are you are you gonna are you is the focus on the debut record or is it more of just see keep testing with things keep playing stay in the lab and experiment i think i think a bit of both like i definitely i want us to, to i know it's a bit uncertain at the moment with 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 playing but i do i would love to organize another another tour and i obviously it's gonna it won't be this year i think it's very unlikely <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to be allowed to happen plus it's too late right now it's like almost the end of the year it's almost holiday it's like yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. deal we'll deal with it in january yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah and i so that that that's definitely a target for the future but quite a, you know the time flies doesn't it so it will it will be around in no time um but yeah i will be working on on new material and you know i'm going to keep keep pushing this ep and you know hopefully the the um the radio play will continue as well and that will kind of broaden out um i'm hoping that will it will keep building and and along with that will bring bring new opportunities are you expecting to do a little bit more remixes with these singles because again that's what you kind of did on the last ep is is that on the 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 timeline it's 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 loosely on the time on the timeline okay. um i have yeah i have been in talks with with some some people i'd i'd love to do remixes for and it's it's kind of it's potentially happening soon oh cool but i i think with the remixes it's it's something that it can happen like oh it's like a sudden thing um whilst you can plan for it i think with this ep yeah like it would be there's there's a few people in mind that i'd i'd really like to get involved with it um so as far as remixes goes that's that's the first step but yes i think i think we will be seeing we will be seeing at least a remix of of one of the songs. <laughs> oh great I, um i just i do i do have to ask because like that's an aspect of music that is still kind of new to me is it strange having someone remix a, a track that you like personally put your heart and soul into because i know you're you're a rem- remixer too so is it like, or do you welcome the reinterpretation? Um, yeah, actually, do you know what? It's funny. I haven't. I think the first time, the first time I had a remix done, yes, that was strange. Mm-hmm. But then I think you you kind of know what to expect, and what to expect is that you don't know how it's going to sound, <laughs> and that's just it's kind of just exciting that way. When, like literally, when when you receive your email back, here's here's my my first mix of the remix sort of thing mm-hmm. um you have no idea how it's going to sound like are they going to keep the structure the same is it going to have a verse chorus are they going to just take like a small hook from it and it as uh, in that sense i suppose it is it is a bit strange but it's kind of nice strange and i think um 
yeah i've I've done some some remixes as well which i actually i really enjoy doing that it's a it's a lot of fun are you planning to go back to that at any point because i know you did pronoun you did uh was that rainia matinee yes um i think i i think i will um it's not immediately on the cards but i think um i would i would like to yeah that's that's i suppose that's all i can say on it right now it's not something that i'm like mad like i need to do this it's not like a, an immediate thing but um I, I can see myself going, going, and and hopefully doing some, some remixes in in the next in the next year or so. That would be that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a fun like exercise just to keep that that part of your brain going. Because yeah, yeah, and I I just I think working on music in general is for me it's really important. It doesn't have to be like for my song. Like I love film music as well, and I'm kind of touching on a bit of that at the moment too like um, oh really yeah i've al- i've always been for as long as i can remember i've just been mad into film music and just like what you know what you can do with just instrumentation and it's always been something that i've i've kind of wanted to explore and i think you know even if you just what i just like to be working on music even it doesn't need to be a ben hobbs release um or even a potential release it's just no, it's just good to be making making some sounds and creating some some kind of moods, you know, like an atmosphere. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you consider uh, your part of London a magical and inspiring place? Because you're in South London, I believe. Right? Uh, yeah, I'm in South London. Um, I do. I, I I I really like it there. I I kind of I grew up around like always around London and always on the south of London, kind of crossing into Surrey as well, the um, county of Surrey. And I do, like, I personally, I'm a fan of, like, my favourite parts of London are the parks rather than the high streets sort of thing or the the, the bars and things, um, which, you know, I, I enjoy them. Um, but I, I do like, I do like the fact that with, you know, in London, you've, you've got these big green, spaces i think that's like one really one of my favorite favorite things about london and favorite places to be and you know even along just taking some time and go and visit the river our our lovely brown river thames (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i i especially like london at night that was like one of my favorite things when i was there oh yeah yeah it's it's uh it's nice If if you can get a view of london you know with all it all all lit up at night it's um it's a very beautiful it's a very beautiful place but yeah i do i do have a real tie to london like in that i've never i've never kind of moved too far away other than my first year of university i was in cardiff um for a year and but but otherwise i've really been kind of stuck in not stuck that's the wrong word to use but really like no because um, you you tour yeah and go places. yeah yeah <laughs> i've never left london <laughs> <laughs> um, if only. some people some people that's happiness for them it's like i never yeah, left london yeah. and <laughs> i i really like it as a base definitely like as a as a place to to live i think it's i think it's great really yeah really good and i think there's lots of positive things um with all parts of london but i think south london amazing places to eat um amazing places to to go out some nice nice music venues um which i i think i still remember what they are um <laughs> it was a long time ago but before the before the dark times yes exactly before the empire yeah <laughs> is the uh, speaking of food what what's the what's your favorite spot like if if you have to go like is it burgers is it thai is it well one of i'm, I'm i am a fan of pizza but um and there's, there's some very very good pizza places in south london but i have to say 
that because I'm I'm near um, Tooting in South London, and there's there's um, there's a a lot of very nice curry places, like really good, really really good. And um, there's this one place that I go to, which is it's like so cheap, and it's just you kind of feel like this is too cheap, this is, but it's it's so it's so <laughs> delicious. So that, that and that's you know very close to home. I can walk there, and it's like so that's yeah that's probably one of my um, food highlights is this particular restaurant there's nothing like london curry and that's coming from experience so tell me about this uh nhs uh charities and helping yeah so the the nhs charities together is is it's sort of a it's a collective of i believe 240 different charities that are focusing on helping the hospitals um they're currently bringing in um one million a day to to the nhs which is like i read that statistic and i was like that seems like a lot of money but then like then you start thinking about w how important that is right now like we're, we're very lucky of, of of course to have an, a national health service in this country but i think it's like that funding is because of because of that is like the funding is absolutely vital and um i think just as particularly right now and it's ongoing and i think even though things seem to be easing a little bit there's you know there's still all these um nurses doctors etc working their asses off like constantly and it's quite easy to just to sort of forget about that and and then you think about it and you think like it's just it really is ongoing and i think the help the help for them needs to to continue fully so yeah that was i just thought it would be worth mentioning absolutely fantastic uh, they are essential and we love and we appreciate all that they do mm. and they're the ones that are going to help us get through this this dark time yep absolutely and i think um you know whilst we're all the majority of us are trying to be sensible you know that it's inevitable that um i i think that this this situation is is going to be going up and down for a while it's not just going to disappear and i think these people responsible for making us better need to be um helped out really and protected exactly yes so ben we are nearing the end of the interview thank you so much i love chatting with you now i will give the platform over to you give us the final plug the mic is yours thank you so much for thank you that was a, a real pleasure to talk to you so yeah if my name is ben hobbs i'm uh, an artist from from london and um you can you can find me on spotify apple music um all the usual social networkings and um I've just released my latest DP called Better Weather, and really, it sounds obvious, but if you're listening to this podcast and you're into it, then really please support and listen, have a listen to my music, follow me online, say hello. I re really like talking to to those of you, you know, really who are into what I'm doing and listening to my music, and um, it's just really great to talk to you. And yeah, I really hope you you, in, you enjoy what you hear. This episode of That Buzz in Sound was recorded and edited using a variety of free applications like Audacity and Discord, and is available on such streaming platforms as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, while being fully hosted on Anchor FM. And learn more and help donate to NHS Charities Together on the web at www.nhscharitiestogether.co.uk. Link in the description below.